0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to a Monday morning edition of The Squeeze. I am your host, Tyler Conium. The weekend is over. Wildcard weekend is done. Interesting week. A lot to get to. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day as well. It's a holiday, which means there's a lot of daytime sports going on. Very important day, of course. So let's get right into it. Interesting day yesterday. So I had to figure out how to break this down. Of course, we've got the Giants props going to the Super Bowl. So even though I bet and lost on the Vikings money line, I'm not really going to count that as a loss because that was simply a hedge bet if the Giants didn't win, right? So one of those bets was going to win. One of those bets was going to lose. And there's no point in keeping track of that. There's no real strategy to that aside from strictly hedging our bet. The New York Giants did win. So we still have Three live tickets for the Giants to beat the Chiefs, the Bengals, or the Bills in the Super Bowl, plus 25,000, plus 35,000, and plus 50,000. Those are all still live. Now they're going to go to Philadelphia and play the Eagles in round two. Do we hedge that bet? Probably because. Of how insane these odds are, it just makes sense to hedge because even if you hedge every single week, you'll still make quite a bit of money if the Giants were to go and win the Super Bowl. Um, We might also do a little sort of a same strategy with Jacksonville. I kind of like this strategy. I dig that. We did lose our NHL parlay. The Carolina Hurricanes ended up losing in a shootout. They gave up a goal with a minute left to Vancouver, and they lost that game. Uh, And then we were also doing a lot of live betting on Twitter, so we ended up hitting quite a few player props. It was a very good day, especially if you jumped on the FanDuel, spread the love, the DraftKings over-under. It was a very, very, very profitable day and a fun day of football. Now, getting into it today, of course, um, there is the big football game tonight the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I've been going back and forth on what I want to do with this game all weekend long. I'm gonna take Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the money line at plus 120 at FanDuel. There isn't going to be a lot of analysis in this, aside from the fact that the Dallas Cowboys are essentially the Toronto Maple Leafs of the NFL. They can't win a playoff game. And Tom Brady is Tom Brady. Tom Brady has as many playoff wins as the Dallas Cowboys franchise. They're at home, and... That's really all I have to analyze this game. If you do want to dig into the stats, Cowboys are 0-4 ATS in their last four playoff games. Um, They're 0-3-1 ATS versus a team with a losing record. Tampa Bay is 8-0 ATS in their last eight games after accumulating less than 250 total yards in their previous games, so they have had some good bounce-back games. Um, The underdog is 5-1 ATS the last six times they've met, and the Cowboys are 1-5 ATS the last six times. They've played the Buccaneers. So coupling that with Tom Brady, coupling that with Dak Prescott leading the NFL in interceptions, despite the fact that he missed five games. Until you do something else, like I bet against the Jaguars because what have you done for me lately? They proved me wrong. And that's great. Until the Cowboys can do that against Brady, we're just going to bet on what's got us to the dance before. So Tampa Bay Buccaneers, money line. Moving to the NBA, again, MLK Day means we've got daytime basketball, which usually means unders. And for the first game, we're going to go to Charlotte. We've got the Boston Celtics visiting the Charlotte Hornets. Boston is good. Charlotte is not. They actually have interesting... Boston's 15-7 and seven on the road, while 17-5 and five at home, so pretty similar. And Charlotte's actually better on the road than they are at home. And when you look at the overs, they're both 21 and 22 to the under, so essentially... 500. This total is set at 232 and a half. I got that for minus 110 at bet 365. And I do like the under. It's a daytime game. It might be a little bit of a sleepy game. It's one o'clock on a Monday is the tip off. Um, for Boston, the under is four and one in their last five following an ATS win. The under is four and one in their last five following a win of more than 10 points. Under is 8-2 in their last 10 Monday games, and under is 4-1 in their last five road games versus a team with a home-losing record. Hornets have been brutal lately. They're 0-4 ATS in their last four. They've just been really, really bad. Um, Celtics are 5-1 ATS in their last six meetings, but the under is 4-1 in the last five. Jalen Brown is going to miss this game with a groin injury. Charlotte is still out without Gordon Hayward. So I just like this game to go under. I like it to be a little bit sloppy, a little bit chippy, and 232.5 is still a relatively high score. When you look at Boston recently, the last time the line was set at 232, they went under. Before that, it was 224. That went under against Brooklyn. They are playing under basketball lately and very similar to Charlotte, their Last time out, it was 232. It went under. Um, So I like this game to go under for Boston, probably to blow them out. Charlotte might only score like 80, 85 points, which would be great news for us. And again, that's minus 110 at Bet365. And the last matchup of today that I'm going to talk about is down in the NHL. The Tampa Bay Lightning at the Seattle Kraken. This is going to be a 4 p.m. puck drop. So again, you have this these weird daytime Monday starts. Uh, Tampa Bay is 27 and 13, while Seattle is 26 and 12. On the road this season, Tampa's 10 and 9. Seattle's actually been way better on the road. They're 16 and 4 on the road and only 10 and 8 at home. So I like the Tampa Bay Lightning to win this game in 60 minutes. So during regulation time. When you look back at their recent statistics, um, Tampa Bay is playing a lot of over games, which is interesting. Um, the last three times they've played, they've only ever played three times. Tampa Bay has won all three times. They last played December 13th. That was a 6-2 win for Tampa. They played March of last year 4-1 Tampa and November of last year 3-0 Tampa Bay. Tampa is playing well as of late. Where am I going here? Da, 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 da. Tampa Bay three-game winning streak. They've beat St. Louis four-two. They beat Vancouver four-three. Columbus six-three. Seattle is won eight straight games actually, and I do look for that at some point that streak has to end. And for it to be a four o'clock start, this game is being played in Seattle, which makes it even earlier for them. It makes it like a one o'clock start for them. So I just like for Tampa Bay to come in to play really good defense as well. I'd look for them to shut them down. Um, Both of these teams are, well, Tampa's 19 and 16 to the over, settle, 22 and 18 to the under. So they're both playing pretty close to 500 there. I just think Tampa Bay is going to win this game. We're all all on Tampa today. Uh, So I'm going to take them. It's plus 125 in regulation. Love that number. So let's run down this card again for a Monday. I like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' Plus 120 on the money line at FanDuel. I like Boston and Charlotte to go under 232 and a half. That's minus 110 at Bet 365. And for Tampa to win in regulation at Seattle, another plus 125. Uh, feel free to drop a comment if you're fading or following. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Tyler Cunningham, for more picks and props throughout the day where we're going to discuss what the heck do we do with the Giants now in the second round. How do we play off of that? Audio versions available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Very important day. Take a moment to reflect on that and to talk about that. And then also, let's talk sports.